today we are so fortunate to have her grace amruta madhavi devi dasi mataji is going to enlighten us on shrimad bhagavatam canto 5 chapter 11 verse 12 hare krishna mataji kindly take over the call whenever you are ready thank you thank you dear mataji thank you for this wonderful opportunity i will be doing only one verse today pardon me for that but before that let's pray narayanam namaskritya naram chaiva narottamam devin saraswati vyasam तो जयमुदीरेशुभद्रेशुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक्षिस्तुपाक
क्षेत्रजना चापी मिधि सर्वक्षेत्रु भारता मीन्स देर आर टू काइंड ऑफ क्षेत्रज्ञा और लिविंग बींग्स वन इज द इंडिविजुअल लिविंग बींग एंड द अदर इज द सुप्रीम लिविंग बींग The ordinary living being knows about his body to some extent, but the supreme Paramatma knows the condition of all bodies. The individual living being is localized, and the supreme Paramatma is all-pervading. In this shloka, the word Kshetrajna refers to an ordinary living being, not the supreme living being. This ordinary living being is of two kinds: Nitya Baddha or Nitya Mukta. One is eternally conditioned, and the other is eternally liberated the eternally liberated living beings are in the vaikuntha jagat the spiritual world and they never fall into the material world those in the material world are conditioned souls nitya baddha the nitya baddhas can become liberated by controlling the mind and because controlling the mind because the cause of conditioned life is the mind when the mind is trained and the soul is not under mind's control the soul can be liberated even in the material world when it is liberated one is called jivan mukta a jivan mukta knows how he has become conditioned therefore he tries to purify himself and return home back to god the eternally conditioned soul is eternally conditioned because he is controlled by the mind the conditioned state and liberated state are compared to the sleeping unconscious state and the awakened state those who are sleeping and unconscious are eternally conditioned but those who are awake understand that they are eternally part and parcel of the supreme personality of god and krishna therefore even in this material world they engage in krishna's service as confirmed by shri rupa goswami ihayasya harer dasye if one takes to krishna's service he is liberated even though he appears to be a conditioned soul within the material world jivan mukta sa uchyate in any condition one is to be considered liberated if his only business is to serve krishna see this is actually a very beautiful topic which you know is very very relevant to you all all of us to all of us you know especially the sadhakas um, the practitioners who are um, you know going from the beginning stage to the intermediate stage and then towards the advanced stage and then more advanced and then the last stage if we if we categorize like that if we have crossed the beginning stage means if we have been practicing krishna consciousness sincerely means if you have been trying to chant attentively from some years say from one year or two year or three years attentive chanting uh, in the beginning people don't chant uh, regularly then they start chanting regularly but there won't be attention right and then they start you know they understand that they're still suffering material world's miseries that is when they try to actually chant more nicely you know like how mataji was saying today that uh, you know in the quote for the day she was saying you should also cry from the heart when you chant you should chant with your tongue but you should hear with your ears and from your heart you should cry like a baby crying for mother right so people who are serious will start uh, meditating on such um, such quotes they start trying to, to do that and uh, you know when when people are trying to do all the things that one needs to do to do attentive chanting then one year passes you know then that person 
to slowly start understanding that this particular verse uh, is very relevant to that person because in this verse we hear propad saying that there are two kinds of um, uh, souls you know nitya baddhas and nitya siddhas one who is eternally in the spiritual world and one who is in the uh, eternally in the liberate uh, bonded uh, stage you know means conditioned stage uh, means he is only thinking that i am this body i have my wife and children or husband and children i'll take care of them if i am not there they can't do anything you know and they have so many worries so many thoughts every single thing makes them worry you know? if they are satvik maybe the worries are less but they will be in the doer mode you know they will be thinking like oh if i don't do who else will do where this boy is not studying now what will happen who will tell him tomorrow how is he going to marry how is he going to take care of the family who is going to marry many things you know even if when he is in grade 5 this kind of thoughts will come in a materialist mother's materialist father's side so they have too many worries that, that means their uh, worry see as long as we have too many worry that means our mind is not in control who wants to worry nobody everybody wants peace of mind if they want peace of mind they should not worry but why do they worry because mind is not in control very simple why do people worry because their mind is not in control mind gives some thoughts and then uh, it goes on getting absorbed in those worrying thoughts which means mind is not in control that is the symptom of a nitya bandha now how is it relevant for us sadhakas see when we chant na we realize that we are not able to pay attention to the holy names we realize that we are not able to pay attention to the holy names and we realize that so many thoughts are coming now the that's in the beginning stage a person realizes that but when a sadhaka advances little more and he struggles he realizes that actually i am having disturbance throughout the 24 hours through all the 24 hours my mind is worrying about so many things then things are coming during japa also so because 22 hours i am making a habit to entertain hundreds of thoughts every minute that's why during japa next day so same hundreds of thoughts come okay instead of 100 because we are trying to control 60 thoughts will come 80 thoughts will come 100 will not come because we are trying to control but we don't know the other times you know hundreds of thoughts are bothering because we are not bothered about the mind even while cooking so many thoughts come while cleaning so many thoughts come nobody is bothered but while chanting we are telling very clearly just here you know if mind goes to some thought bring it back so only at chanting time we are very cautious about the mind other 22 hours in the beginning stage nobody is bothered about their mind to be very honest but when a person realizes that i am not able to focus no matter what then he realizes the same thoughts come during other part time of the day also and one is really cautious then he catches his mind that other 22 hours also my mind is you know entertaining many thoughts that is not entertainment that is what we say that mind is not under control ropa says when the mind is trained and the soul is not under mind's control the soul can be liberated even in this material world see why ropa says this and mind is trained means when will we train a mind when we start chanting when we start chanting we first realize that mind is not in control then in the next stage means after few years we realize that oh my mind is disturbed even at other times that is why same disturbances are coming during japa time so then the person will make an endeavor to not entertain other thoughts even at other times 
So what is the way to do that? You know, keep non-stop chanting. So that non-stop chanting also, you know, the determination does not come. Why it does not come? Because we are not keeping our relationships clean. What is that dirt in between? That is, Tranadapishunichena, Tararapisayishuna, Amanina Manadena. That we are not doing. Means, we are not humbler than the strongest tree with our family. We are not more tolerant than the tree with our family. We are not giving respect when their family members disrespect us. So that is why we are not able to do Kirtaniya Sadahari. So now, that is a dirt, you know, that in the relationships we are not behaving nicely. You know, we are behaving gentleman, gentlewoman like. Papa said you all should be gentlemen and gentlewomen and we are not that. So therefore we are not able to actually do Kirtaniya Sadahari. All the time we are not able to chant. So then a person will start seriously working on tolerating and respecting one's own family because who can be very nice gentleman and a gentlewoman with one's own family they can be gentlemen and gentlewomen with the world because world cannot show its um, depth of dirt to us because we don't associate much with them only family can show to us and with the family only if we are behaving very well then the whole world looks much better than our family because we don't know them much. So it becomes very easy. So it's very important that with, with the core people, sometimes some people are away from the family. They're living in a hostel. So that means now their um, roommates are like their family. With the roommates, if they can live very nicely, then they can live with the world. You know, or with if, if they are not having roommates also, they're single, one person in one room, but they're going for office. Then the office becomes their family. If office, if office bearers, you know, who are directly connected to these people, if they are very well behaved, then they can be well behaved with everyone else, including their family. A simple uh, formula. So it's all about how we, you know, deal with the others. So when we deal nicely, you know, there's no guilt. So guilt also produces so many thoughts, so much of. Uh, that's also uncontrolled mind like feeling, you know. It keeps saying, you did this, you did this, why did you do this? You could have done that way, now it's already done, now what will you do? So many things will come in. So let us not behave in a way we become guilty. That also will help us to control the mind. So that is why Prabhupada says when the mind is trained, so when a person realizes that my, you know, for the sake of controlling the mind, I have to behave well with my family, then those negative thoughts don't come and disturb me throughout the day and during japa. It's not just during japa. Actually, negative thoughts come throughout the day. And it comes also during japa time. So if we can stop the negative thoughts coming into our head, guilty thoughts, embarrassing thoughts, arrogant thoughts, you know, so all these things, by doing non-stop japa also, it will start reducing. So we have to, with determination, start chanting non-stop. And then slowly we'll realize that, you know, to help ourselves to chant better, we, we'll start dealing better with the family. And when we deal better and when we are exceptionally good with the family, there is no disturbance of thoughts in the mind. So when there is no disturbance, then that disturbance is not there during, during the day and also during Japa. It will be very minimum. You know, the, now the thoughts will be like, what is my next seva? What I am supposed to do? What planning? Such thoughts. Even that, you know, why do we plan so much you know, passionately? Because we think, I am the doer. So when the philosophy comes, this person takes association, not just chanting. He takes the association of devotees. He hears from the devotees who are more um, senior to him. He hears from Prabhupada. He reads from Prabhupada books. So he starts gradually understanding, I am not the doer. 
and even if he is always grateful to the Lord, he will be watching that, oh Krishna did this for me, Krishna did that for me, Krishna did this for me, Krishna did that for me. Then slowly the person starts to understand, yes, actually everything Krishna is doing, he didn't, he didn't just do this and that, everything Krishna did for me. So then he feels that, now next step also, Krishna is going to do it, I just have to you know, ensure that I move my hands, move my legs and desire to do an activity and Krishna makes me do it by keeping me alive, by supplying energy and intelligence. Like this, you know, if we are very clear, then we will not be passionate about planning also. We will plan, um, but we will not be so passionate, so dependent only on our planning. So when our passion reduces, again the mind is coming to Sattva so it's coming under control. So like this, you know, so this is all training, right? See, you should tell your mind you are not the doer. You should tell your mind you have to be humble with your family members because these are instructions given by Shikshashtaka in, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I have to follow that. So all these philosophical thoughts, when we start to apply it in our life, that is what is called as training the mind. So when the mind is trained, then the soul won't be under mind control. So mind will be automatically silent now. So mind will, mind will be like as if it's not existing. Do you know uh, if uh, if we start only if we come to this particular stage where mind is quite calm and we are all the time meditating and we should be hearing more of Krishna's pastimes and we should be meditating on those pastimes. What happens when we do that? That's also training of the mind. You know that time what happens is it's like our material mind intelligence. Um, and uh, what mind is false ego. These three things will be dead. We will just have soul and the body. You know, uh, soul and the body. So, you know, we should come to that stage. Actually, that is uh, perfect training of the mind. You know, so that is what is uh, actually liberation in one sense, you know, full-fledged liberation, because we are uh, totally remembering only Krishna, and uh, we are understanding we are the soul. You know, um, and uh, we are small, tiny servant of the, uh, you know, the, actually, false ego, I am having a doubt about it, but mind will be dead. This is what I have heard, you know. Mind will be dead and, um, you know, um, that is at the very advanced stage. You know, and this person is just having body and the soul. Body means, uh, soul, soul itself means what? Um, soul itself means it is um, ego, you know, false ego, yeah, false ego is dead. Ego is there. Ego means what? That I am the tiny servant of my master, Lord Krishna. Yeah, soul is also uh, this one. Mind, false ego and um, mind, ego, intelligence. All will be, you know, dead and you will have your spiritual intelligence of the soul. The soul will directly act you know, using the body. And that is a very wonderful stage to attain. And what is the uh, process? You know, that is what is training that we are now talking about. What is the training? Do non-stop japa and don't offend anybody at your, uh, you know, uh, who, who is the core members of your family. Your family could be your office and colleagues, your family could be your hostel mates, your family could be your own family members, your blood relatives, or your husband's house uh, relatives where you are staying, wherever you are staying, you know. So if you are not offending anybody and if you are all the time chanting, if you are, uh, then our mind is calm and that way when we go on chanting, we will one day come to a phase where our soul will directly uh, you know, 
do the services using the body. So that is when we can say that the soul is liberated, you know, even in this material world. So when it is liberated, Prabhupada says, one is called Jivan Mukta. So that is when we are Jivan Mukta. You know, and uh, what Prabhupada says, Jivan Mukta knows how he has become conditioned. Don't we know? We are struggling so much to reach that stage. So when we read this, we know in what stages were, were our previous stages. So we will know that, you know. The eternally conditioned soul is eternally conditioned, you know, because is controlled by the mind. Why it is called eternally conditioned soul? You know that soul is not trying only, you know, to understand that uh, I am not the body, I am the soul. Because there are some people who are materialists, right? They are, all the time they prefer to be in a conditioned stage. Then Krishna won't force them. So that is. But suppose a devotee comes and gives them mercy and if they become like us, if they start doing their sadhana, then they will not remain eternally conditioned. They too will change. Um, otherwise, if devotee won't come, they remain eternally conditioned. Eternally conditioned state and liberated state are compared to the sleeping, unconscious state and awakened state. Those who are sleeping and unconscious are eternally conditioned. See, those who are sleeping, that's what we said. Those are materialists and who don't want to be woken up by devotees. They want to think they are the body and they want to go on enjoying. They are eternally conditioned. But those who are awake understand they are eternally part and parcel of the material world. And now, we people, we are not come to probably liberated stage, but uh, we know that we are part and parcel. And what we are doing, that's what Prabhupada is saying here. You know, therefore, even this material world, they engage in Krishna service. This, what we are doing is we are engaging in Krishna service. So, um, if one takes Krishna service, he is liberated, Prabhupada says, even though he appears to be in conditioned soul, in the middle is even though actually we are conditioned. Means there are some new people, right? New devotees. They come to temple. We talk to them lovingly. We give them some prasad, uh, and they show interest in doing some seva. We let them to do seva. They are conditioned. The minute they leave temple and go, they still want to go and buy that particular car, that mobile, that sari, and things like that. They will want to do everything. But when they come to the temple, they behave like devotees. Yeah? So that is when Prabhupada says that if someone may appear to be in conditions to soul, but he is liberated if one takes to Krishna service. So that person who likes Krishna service in the temple, then when we tell them you should chant daily, just then they just want to continue with the pleasure what they got in the temple, then they start practicing also in their rooms. And they get to know that tasty prasad is uh, vegetarian, they start learning to make vegetarian prasad. So what happens when they are in the beginning stage, also, Prabhupada says, since they have taken up Krishna, it's like all of you people, everyday chant group, you know, regularly you are running this uh, session, you know, inviting different speakers, following up with them. If they want to change, they will exchange their dates. So many things you all are doing, you know, without fail, giving them what is the next verse, you're keeping a track of how much is covered, so many things you all are doing. So this is what, you know, you're taking Krishna's service. So actually, Prabhupada says, you are all liberated. You are all liberated. Whoever is doing this seva regularly, you are all liberated. Though you may be appearing like conditioned soul to your family members, you may have your flaws, but since you are non-stop doing this Krishna service um, every single day, then you are coming under the category of liberated. So, Jiva Mukta Savuchati, in any condition, one is to be considered liberated if his only business is Suppose if you are only, you know, engrossed in serving Krishna. Serving Krishna means even when you are doing household activities. If you are thinking, it's Krishna given seva, and if you are doing, and you are doing this um, everyday chant, preaching, the morning Bhagavatam, evening Bhagavad Gita, 
so many sessions you people are taking care of you know so if daily you are doing this krishna seva like this then you are considered as liberated jeevan mukta so i just wanted to do only one verse today because uh, i uh, was not actually prepared i i actually not read the next verse i just went through i thought maybe on the spot i will read and explain but i saw there are some some things like purushavatara mahavishnu and sankarshana niruddha so these things you no know, i just want to read and verify before i talk that is why i do not want to proceed if this verse was not there i would have uh, continued uh, on the spot we could have read and continued there are short verses just because i did it last moment i was stuck with some other things today i am very sorry but this particular verse it is um, this is what i was meditating upon since last few days i was very impressed that um, see now i know that uh, all my distractions during japa is coming from the 24 2 hours of other activities what i do so 22 hours other activity time only what i am doing is i am assuming that my lord krishna is watching me and i am doing my work i am trying to do not all the time but the thoughts have come a few days back three four days back and that is very helpful and because now i am picking up the topic again i am um, remembering that actually lord krishna is between you and me hearing because we are discussing about him shrimad bhagavatam so this way if we can think that we are speaking to all of you plus krishna and if you think that you are all hearing along with krishna so all of you plus krishna then uh, the feeling is a little different a little different because we are lot um, dirty when our dirt decreases you know then uh, we feel more of krishna's presence when the dirt goes to zero we only feel krishna's presence you know of course we will cry in separation that's still higher stage but in the beginning at least you know we can that's why bhagavad gita is there to say that i am the taste of water so that you can perceive krishna in the taste of water you can perceive krishna in the light light of the sun and the moon in the heat of the fire in the smell of the earth when it first rains uh, you know like that you know everything when you see krishna wants us to remind remember of him you know that is the beginning stage later stage we will start missing him we will start missing him this my daughter actually used to love me so much i'm not used to she still loves me a lot um uh, she used to say that amma uh, i don't know why i'm so attached to you even if you go to the other room i feel i'm missing you even if you sleep and i'm sitting next to you i feel you know you are like dead for me i feel so much of vacuum oh, when you wake up it becomes such a joy for me she tells me that i was shocked you know and um, that is what devotees feel for krishna actually though krishna is there they are feeling they are missing him that's the heights of love and attachment like my daughter is too much attached to me too much that's why she feels like that so like that you know krishna or devotees are too much attached to krishna that's why though krishna says i'm the taste of water and the light of the sun and the moon they can see krishna very well but still they are missing him still they cry in separation from krishna you know they 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 feel separation even when the eyelids close that's why the gopis criticize uh, brahma think who this brahma has four heads but his brain in none of the heads if at all he had brain even in one of the heads he would not have made this eyelashes that close because of these eyelashes the eyelids that close we are not able to see krishna that much time we miss krishna if he is separation from krishna 
that is the heights of devotion right now we are in the beginning right now even when krishna is coming in front of us we are looking away from krishna we find krishna is as terribly boring that our mind goes to other topics uh, that's the beginning stage then we start realizing oh my god why is that i am not able to focus on krishna then we start focusing on trying to focus on krishna during the other 22 hours so at that time we can visualize that krishna is right in front of us even now you know when we think krishna is there and the others are there krishna is watching and i am cooking krishna is watching and i am cleaning whatever krishna is watching and i am chanting this way if we are always alert that krishna is in front of us and if we are doing the activities then you know um, our minds disturbances become lesser and lesser that is how we can train our mind to come to um, you know zero disturbance state that is what purpose is training the mind to control the mind so suppose if our mind is being trained to stay quiet then such a soul can actually focus on the lord and such a soul can become jeevan mukta or liberated so this was the topic um, i'm sorry i could only speak this much today if you have any questions on this um, you can ask me otherwise we'll wind up the session because today my japa is also pending Hare Krishna, not able to hear anyone. Hare Krishna, Mata Ji, that was a program, very nice class, Mata Ji. Thank you so much. Uh, I really like that point when you were saying that, like thinking about Krishna or how your daughter loves you a lot. Uh, I mean, you were trying to say. I mean, I, what I understood is like we should be loving Krishna the same way. The thing is that like sometimes uh, we don't understand how Krishna is reciprocating, and that is when uh, because like. as a mother you are reciprocating immediately to your daughter and then that bond gets increases but and krishna also reciprocates but we don't understand because of our conditioning so is there any comment on that mata ji that like yes. how can we understand yes beautiful question uh, is what they asked yesterday also in some other way but this is the same question and the answer is same um, but i have some other points to add what is uh, the problem you know we don't keep a track of the favors that krishna is giving us means we have to be very very thankful to each and every favor that krishna is doing to us each and every gift that krishna bestows upon us we should be noting it down and we should be thankful you know if we are doing that as a practice i was i was told to do that in the year 2003 or 4 since then i have been doing i didn't know that i should do it but once i came no so from 2004 to 2020 it's a lot of time right as a result what has happened that i have naturally become um, so much grateful for so many things in life that i automatically uh, feel so much affection for him due to gratitude he had told that see if you are grateful for every single thing that's the um, predecessor value or virtue that comes before krishna prem he told so i thought oh it's a shortcut then you know if you want krishna prem all you have to do is just be grateful so i start practicing from 2004 till now and um, i don't say you need 16 years or 18 years but i say when once you start doing that 
your bond with Krishna will go on increasing. It will go on increasing. See, we don't need Krishna to reciprocate. We just have to have a heart that counts the blessings. Now all our body organs are working. That's a blessing. All our, uh, you know, um, necessities for food, clothing, shelter are fulfilled. That's a blessing. Like that if you see so many things, you know, so many things are there. Like today you got this opportunity to, to do this um, speaking, you know, right in the beginning. That's a blessing because um, you're doing the seva of the devotees, you know, because Rupini Padma Mataji has gone to India and uh, Shamarasika Mataji has already taken some seva and you are doing some seva. Uh, so what happens is, you know, by doing this seva, you are actually inviting mercy in your life. Um, you are actually getting some blessings in your life. See, because you are doing this seva, you are forced to hear so carefully that you are supposed to give a summary also. You know? And if possible, you are supposed to ask a question also. This is how I have seen. Everybody who introduces the speaker, they are the ones who will uh, give the summary of the speaker's class. This is mercy, you know. They end up hearing so nicely that they will be able to repeat the most important points. So when they do that, what happens? They have heard nicely. They repeated nicely. It becomes their preaching. So you got the chance to even preach, you know. So you should be grateful for all these things. What happens? Whatever you preach, now whatever question you ask, the answer that you get, it will go into your heart because it's your question. You will hear it more attentively, the answer. And you will start practicing it. What happens? You become a different person. You know, so what is the answer that I gave? First of all, you have to develop this quality of gratitude. What is this? Gratitude means for every single thing, be grateful to Krishna. Krishna did this for me. Oh, Krishna, it means everything Krishna is doing in your life. Actually, Krishna only is doing everything in each of your lives. Here I see this um, Sham Rasikamal. She is a regular person. Rukmini Mataji, regular person. And uh, yourself, I don't know whether yourself is Rukmini Mataji. Like that, you know. Uh, and that's Rupini Padma Mataji, regular. And then what Prabhuji, one who spoke in between, his name is not written here. He is also a regular person. So all these regulars, na, Krishna, I will tell you, without knowing your life, Krishna is personally has been Krishna has been personally taking care of your life very nicely, very nicely. And if you are not aware, that means you have not been counting the blessings. So all you have to do is now the part has to happen from your side. You have to start counting the blessings. Just a few days back, you know, I was telling one devotee, please write down all the blessings that Krishna has given you. Write down all the blessings. Now I am telling you also, write down everything after this session what Krishna has given you. And then you should know by heart, you know, if somebody asks after writing 25, 30, 50 points, you should know by heart what all Krishna did. And every day, morning and night, you should revise it, you know, that Krishna did all this for me. And you should go on adding to that list. And you should know all that also by heart. Then what happens, then you will start feeling, you know, when you do this activity for few days, you start feeling, hey, Krishna did this for me, Krishna did that for me. Krishna will feel like as if a person, you know, who is very much there but invisible and is doing a lot. Like we know that a CEO of the company exists. We don't see him, but he exists. Everything is happening through him. Holiday is declared by him. Holiday is cancelled by him, right? CEO of the company. We don't see him, but we know he exists. We, we perceive his existence. Like that, we will start perceiving Krishna's existence when you just start counting the blessings and make it a way of your life. Your every breath should feel that Krishna did this to me now. Krishna gave this. All the time you should be living in the mode of gratitude. That should be your attitude. If, if your uh, mode of, mood of gratitude becomes your attitude, 
then you will start perceiving Krishna in every breath of your life. When you start perceiving Krishna, you know, right in front of you, beside you, when you start feeling his existence, that is when um, you will feel uh, that love for him. That is when you will feel that intimacy with him. That is when you will be sometimes able to even predict him, you know. You will be able to predict. Krishna will do this. Predicting means at least you will be able to predict that when good things go wrong, topsy-turvy, you will know, ah, Krishna is up to some magic, some fun. He is going to do something best out of this worst situation. This will be your prediction and that will be perfectly correct. Krishna will do something really wonderful for you. Because in a devotee's life, nothing can be bad. In a devotee's life, everything that looks bad is going to be the best of their experiences. So this faith will come. This kind of a, you know, understanding will come. So though he is, for name's sake, he is not in front of us. For name's sake, we are not hearing. But we feel him so much. Like a blind person, a deaf, deaf and blind person, he perceives the person, you know. With this sense of touch, he understands everything. Like that, with the sense of our, uh, you know, awakening, awakened state, kind of, you know, with, uh, our consciousness is alive, right? So our consciousness will start feeling that, hey, Krishna is here with me. Hey, Krishna is doing a lot for me. So like this, you know, so for all this to happen, what do you want? You want to perceive Krishna's presence and you want to love him. You want to know him, you want to love him. The only one way is develop the attitude of gratitude and make it a habit daily, you know, um, recollect what he has done. You know, it, it's, it will start artificially, but it will become natural. Then any new, new things happen, hey, Krishna did this, hey, Krishna is doing this. Hey, Krishna sent him to me. Hey, Krishna sent her to me. Hey, Krishna made me do this particular seva. Hey, Krishna, anything happens, you will, you will put it on Krishna. You know, and any bad happens, you say, my Krishna can never do something bad for me. It is for something best that Krishna has done. So that will be your attitude. You will never see anything bad. You will see everything good and best. You know, so, uh, and you will have that much of faith and you will have that much of a strong relationship and you will have some love. You know, I can say some love because I just have that much. I am yet to grow beyond that. So I can only explain till where I am. And this is the fact. Um, I hope that helps, dear Mataji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Thank you so much, Dandavat Pranam. Yeah. Uh, it's a very nice idea to write down. Uh, though we repeat it and we think about it, but then writing down is a very good idea. So I'll do that. Thank yes. you so much. Um, I understand like, you know, things happening around, but when it comes to spiritual life and there are so many obstacles one after another, then that time I just feel that like, you know, what is happening. So, but there must be Krishna's plan. I mean, I understand that he will not, not do anything wrong. So, nice answer. Thank you. Thank you. So, for this point, I would like to add one line. He spiritually, <coughs> when you feel some obstacles, it is told in uh, our Shastra's tell that spiritually a person can never have any obstacles. Obstacles means what? What is spirituality? Spiritual means man mana, bhava mad bhakto, madhyaji, mam namaskuru. It's always think of me. To think of Krishna, nobody can be an obstacle. Somebody may be put an obstacle and say, don't go for Sunday feast. Should not step out of home. Can they say your mind should not think of Krishna? No, they cannot control your mind. They can't even control their mind. How can they control your mind? 
So nobody can stop your mind from remembering Krishna. Point number one. Manmana, bhava mat bhakto. In your mind, you are developing that attachment that Krishna is my master. And you are doing all the activities to please Krishna. You know, no, they won't even know for whose pleasure you do it. The more uh, perfectly you do your duty, they are thinking you are doing it for your pleasure. They are thinking they are doing it for the family's pleasure. They won't know that you are doing it for Krishna's pleasure. So when they don't know, how can they stop you from doing it? Even if they know, how can they stop? Because doing it with the attitude of pleasing Krishna, that attitude comes from the mind. They, your mind, they have no control to touch. Your mind, soul, intelligence, nothing they can touch. So there are no obstacles in a devotee's life. There can be obstacles in material life. To perform material programs, there can be obstacles. But for spiritual life, all we have to do is just remember Krishna. Chant the holy For chanting also, my friend's husband, uh, she would say that I fear that he will not like me chant. So she used to go to toilet four times. Each time she goes compulsively four times, plus uh, when she really wants to go to toilet. So four times she will go to do four, four rounds at a time. In the toilet she sits half an hour and she says she has constipation. And she finishes four rounds at a time. And she comes. Who could stop her? Nobody. Her husband could not stop her. So even if somebody is stopping our chanting, then you can do that. And if husband is stopping, then you can still go to the toilet and you can do it. So nobody can spoil our spiritual life. So therefore, if we feel that some obstacle is there, they are not letting you go to temple, you have to understand, going to temple alone is not spiritual life. It's also spiritual life to remember Krishna. So you go on remembering Krishna. You go on hearing about Krishna. You go on, um, you know, uh, talking about Krishna to those who want to listen from you. So then spiritual life, you know, you can go on in a more better way. Because when people stop us from externally doing, we start doing internally, that becomes even more absorbing. That becomes even more progressive towards Krishna. That becomes even more uh, pleasing to Krishna. It's like worshipping in separation. That's the highest form of devotional service. So you are being stopped from uh, lower uh, forms of devotional service to attain higher forms. That is why what you thought is correct. If something is appearing like an obstacle, it's for your best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you for your nice question. Thank you for a nice question. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji, Tanod Pranav. Wonderful, wonderful class, Mataji. Your class are always practical and full of suggestions and the instructions, Mataji. I really appreciate you. And the one point I like when I was just uh, contemplating on, uh, your uh, class is with full of conviction and the faith. That, that is wonderful. That's something I like it. Thank you. Thank you, Prabhu. Actually, yeah. whatever I am giving classes, it's all by the mercy of my teachers. Mercy of Srila Prabhupada. Mercy of Gauranga. Mercy of Maya Purdham. Mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Mercy of all nice devotees like all of you, Prabhu. And I have no credit for any of this. So if you all also are looking for mercy from all these people, then, um, you know, whoever looks for mercy from all these people and feels like a beggar, uh, you know, looking for, begging for mercy, then uh, they will get faith as a free, free benediction, you know, if you just look for mercy. This is all I just have to say, Prabhu. All glories to all the devotees and all my teachers and the holy dham and the holy name. Thank you so much for your kind words, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you.
एनीबॉडी हैज एनी क्वेश्चन हरे कृष्ण माता की धन्यवाद प्रणाम धन्यवाद प्रणाम प्रभु हरे कृष्ण I am feeling very humbled, Prabhu. Oh, I am nothing. Um, our teachers are everything. Prabhupada is everything. Our shastras are everything. Holy name is everything. Holy dham is everything. Gauranga is everything. I am another fallen soul like you. Somehow, um, Krishna loved you more. Therefore, he used me to talk whatever he wanted, using me as their microphone. That's all I have to say, Prabhu. I I feel always indebted to the Lord because as I told you today I didn't have time to prepare. Last when I'm connecting I just went reading one verse, and um, I felt it is my life's um, current realization. Whatever I'm reading I was stunned, and I was ecstatic that yes this I will explain in detail. Whatever Krishna has taught me, so it was all Krishna's teachings that Krishna um, made me understand when I'm reading. and krishna made me speak without forgetting and krishna added some points when i was talking so that is why see i was talking about how to be grateful you see when we are grateful we start seeing krishna's hand in everything you know in every thought in every help we start see krishna's um, this and that is a real thing so this is prabhupada says we start seeing reality you know prabhupada see here he says that uh, one of the line in his purport he says that um, the eternally liberated i am not still liberated but uh, are uh, they never fall into middle world those in the middle world are conditioned souls one of the lines said that you know that um, jivan mukta knows how he has become conditioned therefore he tries to purify himself and return home back to god eternally conditioned soul is eternally conditioned because it's controlled by the mind conditioned state liberated state are compared to sleeping unconscious awakened state you know not these lines therefore even if not this may be in the this is coming individual soul Various Krishna consciousness has many ideas and activities created in the mind, sexual energy. They have been extending, ex- existing from time immemorial. Sometimes they are manifest in the waking stage and in the dream stage, but during deep sleep or in trance they disappear. A person who is in lib- who is liberated in this life can see all these things vividly. You see, a person who is liberated in this life, Jivan Mukta, can see all these things vividly. What is happening is as we grow towards the Jivan Mukta, as we go. you know somewhere i have not reached anywhere the dead end i am still in the beginning of a serious journey i am not in the beginning of the beginning i am somewhere i reach literally ahead uh, and in the beginning of going towards the you know more closer to the goal so even in this state i i am able to see many things very clearly not everything but many things very clearly so therefore um, prabhu i can say that um, you people are not ordinary um that is why krishna is making me speak what you all need see otherwise why this verse only came krishna gave realization for me on this verse and that verse only comes and not only today every month whatever realization i get that verse only i will get and those points will be there and i am asked to speak you know so this shows that you people are deserving to hear all these things you people are not ordinary souls that's why krishna is using me like a puppet to speak what he wants to say to you people Though I am fallen short, 
This is how I would like to say, but I don't worry about my fallen state. I just worry about how much more I can go on serving with better quality, how much more I can remember that Krishna is in front of me and I am doing this activity. So this, if you also do Prabhu, um, I think you will see more and more um, nectarian uh, forms of success in your realizations. You are a very nice soul, Prabhu. That's why you spoke so nicely. It touched my heart. Uh, therefore, um, I thank you for your kind words. But all the appreciation um, shall go to our uh, Guru, Prabhupada, and all my teachers. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Thank you. He gives us in the heart the torchlight of knowledge. Correct. He dispels our ignorance. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you. Thank you so much for that verse. Hare Krishna. Yes. Of Krishna's mercy to me. In fact, it's all of your mercy that I am getting a chance to do some service at least once in a month. I'm very grateful to all of you for this opportunity. Hare Krishna. Anybody else has to say anything? If not, we can end the session. Yes. Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful class. And yesterday you were having um, Hare Krishna TV channel interview. So it was so wonderful. I heard the lecture. And thank you for sharing that. Thank you. We love your classes. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Amrita Mataji. Mataji. Thank you so much for beautiful class. You always give wonderful uh, classes, especially you have such an attitude of gratitude towards Krishna with conviction, and you convey that message to us. So that really, really helps. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that beautiful line. When you said it, it again went into my heart like a spiritual bomb destroying other things in the heart. So nice, Mataji. Thank you so much. You must preach. You speak so well. What you speak goes into the heart. Thank you so much, dear Mataji. Thank you so much, Mataji. Beautiful. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Can we end? Yes, we can end here, Mataji. Vanchakal Patru Grisha Kupashindu Eva Japatitana Pavane Purishna 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 Purishna